2: Jacob, where are you going to be watching the draft tonight, and uh, and how does that compare to what you expected to be doing before all of the zaniness uh, that we are dealing with?
4: I'm going to be watching the uh, the draft down here in, in Costa Mesa, California, it's, uh, down in Orange County. You know, I you know, originally I thought I would be up in back in Lake Stevens, in my hometown, with with my family, my friends, and and uh, everyone up there. But, you know, given the circumstances of what's going on, I, I figured it would be better to stay down here and, and keep training and keep the keep, time keep for this next step. And so I got my uh, my mom and my dad and my sister flying in, uh, flying in and, and uh, they'll be here with me. And, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see them and get this thing rolling.
2: All right, we're going to get back to the draft here in a sec, but I want to go through your college experience because you had a star-crossed college experience. You started off at Georgia in athens young star quarterback you end up at washington what do you wish you had known to be able to tell yourself when you were 18 years old now sitting on the precipice of being drafted uh to go into the nfl
4: you know i i wouldn't really you know say my journey was anything i I expected coming out of high school so which was you know but i do believe that everything happens for a reason. you know, I don't know if there's something particular I'd say other than control. Or you can control, you know, because a lot of the things, especially like something that's going on right now with the coronavirus, is is out of our control. So, you know, when I when I started as a freshman, I worked worked my butt off and, and I earned that job, and I and I performed and I played well and you know, had an outstanding year. And then, you know, my sophomore year, I uh, I won the job again and. Competed my butt off and, and set myself up for to have a great season. And unfortunately, you know, I I got pushed out of bounds late and ended up getting hurt. You know, those are one of those things that that you can't control. Football is an injury related sport, and, and uh, you know, so the biggest thing for me was keeping a positive mindset and, and always working towards you know working towards that next step and working towards that that next season. So, you know, I stayed positive and I and I and I you know kept my leadership role and I you know kept my Kept my grounding and and I kept working. So you know, any given circumstance, whether it was at Georgia or Washington, I felt you know there was ups and there was downs, but i was always able to to work through them and, and get better as a player and as a person. So you know, I think controlling what you can control has, has been the message um, you know for these last four four or five years for me, and and uh, you know I'm super excited and, and humbled to be at the the stage I'm at right now with this next opportunity knocking at the door, and and uh, you know I'm, I'm excited and, and ready to get to work.
2: All right, what are you hearing? Because I would imagine you talk to your agent a lot. You've talked to a lot of different teams. This is a different experience even for, I would imagine, your agent. You know, you're not traveling around. You're not able to do as many workouts as maybe would have happened before. What range is he telling you that you might be drafted? What teams out there do you think might be interested? I mean, this is really, I would imagine, a a crazy time for you. But what are you hearing in terms of guidance?
4: Yeah, you know, it, it goes back to the like what I just mentioned is the controlling what you can control. You know, I, I can't control who's going to draft me or, or when they're going to draft me. All I know is I'm going to be, you know, super happy and excited to to find out where my new city is and what team I'm, I'm going to be selected by. So you know, I've, I've been hearing anything from from low low first round to the mid to high second um, is where I'm like slotted at. But you know, I'll be I'll be ecstatic to be picked in the first round, or, or and I'll be ecstatic to be picked in the second. Um, you know, bottom line is you know, wherever I go, I'll be, I'll be eager and ready to work and, and embrace the challenge and, and the road
2: ahead. We're talking to Jacob Eason. He's going to be drafted either tonight or tomorrow uh, in the NFL draft, is the expectation. Uh, Jacob, have you talked to Bill Belichick yourself personally? Uh, and if so, what was that like uh, for you?
4: You know, I, I wish I was able to talk to, to Coach Belichick. I wasn't able to. I, I talked to uh, several people from the Patriots staff, that, but uh, I haven't talked to Bill. Um, you know, I've, I've you know through this whole process, I've talked to, to several different head coaches, DMS, quarterback coaches, OCs, and it's been like you know an incredible couple of months because I've I've been getting Facetime in with with these incredible people and these incredible coaches who've all done great things. You know, I've learned and I've grown a lot from it, and you know, I think you know in terms of football IQ and and film work and, and board work, you know, I've I've, I've taken tremendous strides and. You know, I think, you know, So I'm, I've, I've met so many people and I've talked to so many different coaches that, you know, I'm, I'll be very comfortable uh, with, with anyone who's
2: watching. We're talking to Jacob Eason. Uh, have you accidentally FaceTimed anybody after they called you? This is one of my big fears about FaceTime in general. You know, you put your phone in your in your pocket and then you end up calling somebody that you ordinarily would never call. Uh, have you had any FaceTime mishaps during the, uh, the draft process?
1: You know, I
4: I try. What I try to do is save like uh, their name and contact information right after every call. So you know, I don't have just a bunch of phone numbers in my list. I yes. haven't had that happen yet. But my biggest thing is I'll be I'll I'll be texting someone a message that it's football related, and I'll you know I'll send it to the wrong person. Thinking, yeah, you know, I think it, it happens to the best of us. So I think that's the only mishap I've had in this situation.
2: Uh, Jacob Eason with us now. Do you check mock drafts yourself? Because I'm going to be honest with you. If I were in your position, every time a mock draft came out that somebody emailed to me or I saw coming across Twitter or Instagram or anything else, like I would click on that mock draft so fast I think I would almost break the glass screen on my phone. Because it's got to be addictive to see what people are saying about where you might end up. You know, Most people out there never have an experience like this. You might graduate from college, but... But you know the only thing I can compare it to my brother-in-law uh sometimes when doctors match they have to do a match and they don't know exactly where they're going to get sent around the country and they have a ceremony where you go up and you open up your match letter and then boom you're going wherever the match letter is and you don't really have any clue where that destination is going to be I mean that's got to be incredibly exciting and also nerve-wracking for you so come clean with us how many mock drafts have you read since you, uh, began the process of, uh, of, of, becoming a pro? You
4: know, I, 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 tend not to, to, to look at all that stuff. You know, I know social media and, and television and, and all the news sources are, are huge and, and you know, in modern day football and sports, um, you know, so that's always going to be there. You know, I, I, I kind of learned early on in, in my college experience, you know, I, I was highly recruited at a high school and, and you know there were several people you know all, everyone has their own opinion on on a, on subject matter and you know some of those opinions heard and some and some are you know some are uh praised and some are you know some are harsh. so i learned really on not to really pay much attention to that i I don't have a huge social media presence, but you know given this, this next opportunity i'm going to have a a little bit more with some advertising um with some advertising stuff and some Cool, cool things come along the way there. But, you know, in terms of mock drafts, I did, I did see one from, I think it was Mel Kiper, uh you know, way early on. And, you know, I peeked at it, and, you know, that was the last I looked at it. Because, you know, it's all predictions at this point. You know, people can talk, and people can say this or that. But I don't, you know, until draft day, no one really knows. and Until the, uh, you know, the coaches in the room make a decision. So, you know, I think. It all kind of goes back to control what you can control. And as I mentioned before, if it's first round, I'll be ecstatic. If it's second, third, fourth round, I'll be I'll be ready to go. So, um, you know, in terms of, uh, of, of talking to the media and looking at the media stuff, I think everyone has their opinion, and that's great. and Everyone has the right to, to to express their opinions, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm just kind of doing my thing and focusing on the things I need to focus on and, and getting ready for this next step
2: who do you think your game resembles who's in the NFL now or has been in NFL in recent history? So people out there, a lot of them may not have watched you play that much at Washington and they may not have watched you play that much at Georgia beforehand. So who would you say that you kind of project to resemble in some way and or who do you hope to resemble when you get to the league?
4: Yeah, um, you know, I grew up, I idolized Peyton Manning. He was my, you know, he was my favorite player and and uh, him and Brett Favre were, were always guys I watched. I loved the way Brett would, would take shots and just you know throw darts across the field, and you know, he was just out there having fun. He, you know, he'd get drilled by Living, smack him on the ass, and he gets up and and uh, you know with a smile on his face, and you know go lead go lead their team to the victory. So you know it, it was it was awesome watching guys like that, and you know especially at a young age, it was very inspiring for me. It's like I want to you know I want to be the person on TV doing those things and and be like that. So, you know, I, I try to resemble my game off of like a hybrid between Brett Favre and Peyton Manning, if you can imagine that. But
2: That's a good hybrid. You know, I, I, I don't
4: yeah, I don't I don't exactly know who, who would be in the league, you know, currently. Um you know, I, I have my own set of skills, um and, and you know, I'm eager to eager to get to work and, and make a name for myself and, and uh you know I'm I'm super excited for this next opportunity.
2: Do you feel like you've been through the fire, maybe more than a lot of guys have, to have been at two major programs where you're scrutinized at Georgia and Washington like you are? Because really, even going into the NFL, you're not going to get looked at any more you know, stringently than you were by those two major college programs.
4: Yeah, you know, I, I don't like to speak for other people. I know, I know there's several other uh, players out there who have gone through the transfer process, and, and there's several players who have you know, gone through the scrutiny of the fan base and, and, you know, expectations and all those things. But yeah, that's just, that's just football in, in, in the modern world. You know, there's always going to be someone saying that you're not good enough. And there's always going to be someone, you know, who has, a, who has an opinion on a certain throw or a, a different play, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's always going to be there. So you know, it always goes back to keeping a positive mindset and controlling what you control. And you know, I'm super confident in my own abilities and, you know, No one's perfect. I'm not gonna be able to throw, you know, thirty five for thirty five and four hundred yards every game. I understand that and and I know people do too. Um, you know, I'm I'm super passionate about this game and, and as I mentioned, I'm super confident in my own abilities and and uh, you know, I think, you know, through trial and error my freshman freshman season, going through the transfer, getting hurt, um, you know, playing this last season, having some options to drown. I've been through a lot and you know, every experience that I've had has kinda of molded me into the mindset I have today, in terms of going forward and attacking this next level, because you know there's going to be, I could be put in a situation where I'm I'm, I'm forced into a competition and got to go right away, and I'm I'm very very ready to embrace that challenge and get to work. Or I could be in a situation where I'm behind a behind an NFL veteran, a future Hall of Famer, and and uh, you know I'll be ready to to learn and grow in that situation. So you know I think I've had I've been put in different situations and gone through things where. You know, that kind of prepared me for, for what's to come. And, and for that, I'm very fortunate. You know, I think everything happens for a reason and, and, and everything that has happened to me is, is uh, kind of pushing me forward and, and, and getting ready for this next step.
2: All right, who are you here with us for? And best of luck already in advance. Can't wait to see where you're going to end up.
4: I've been using Head & Shoulder Style Cream. Uh, it's been my go-to for, for this past month or so in quarantine. It's, it's been uh, keeping my keeping my scalp and my hairline clean and and ready to go and and helping me look my best for for this next weekend. Um, You can see that and and the clothes I'm going to be wearing on draft day on hashtag NFL red carpet this Thursday. Um, You know, be on the lookout for that and what the other guys in this draft class are wearing. It'll be a pretty special event. And make sure you go check it out.
2: Thanks, Jacob. We'll be rooting for you. Can't wait to see what's going to happen in the NFL draft. In fact, we're going to be doing our own mock draft here shortly.
3: Loaded
2: lines, we are going to get prepared here and begin our draft. Let's see how many picks we can get right. Danny G, you went back, actually, and found the research from last year. We've done this probably four or five years now in a row. Last year, how did we do?
0: Not so hot last year, Clay. I have it right in front of me here. We had six total correct out of 32. Yeah. And four of the six came from the crew's top five picks. Yes. So the listeners got two right last year. Six right total.
2: Yeah. Um, All right. So uh, we are going to begin the draft here. Uh, should we start with us and go around the horn to start the first uh, the first five picks or so, or that's, should we go straight to the that what we did last that's, year? Yeah,
0: that's what we did last year. And really quick, do you want to hear where the draft went off the rails a little bit last year? Do we have audio? We do. I grabbed a flashback from last year's draft. It starts with a listener picking at number seven, and then you'll hear a listener picking at twenty-three.
2: Okay. All right. Up next, Jacksonville Jaguars. Dub, who you got?
0: Bubba in North Carolina.
2: Bubba in North Carolina, who are you taking for the Jags? (laughs) I swear to God, this is not complicated.
5: Bubba just dropped. Let's move on to Antonio in Virginia.
2: Antonio in Virginia, who you got with the Jags? Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary. Where is Rashawn Gary uh, projected? Is this a solid pick? Or a bit of a reach there at seven. Thanks for the call.
0: That is a little bit of a reach. He is projected at the bottom of the first round. Is
2: that is there a consensus here?
5: Yeah, he's like bottom of the uh, first round.
0: Yeah, yeah. so reach. thanks
2: a lot. Thanks a lot for whoever drafted there. Seven overall for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Taking a flyer and potentially throwing our mock draft into chaos. <laughs> Receiver going our draft yet. Seahawks are up next. Who do we got?
5: We got Bryant in Gainesville.
2: Brian in Gainesville, you're drafting for the Seahawks. Who you got? Rashawn Gary,
5: defensive end, uh, Michigan.
2: Yeah. All right. You've embarrassed the city of Gainesville.
0: Well, on the on the bright side, Clay, this is where Gary was actually projected yeah, to go. Yeah, we
2: had uh, Rashawn Gary's dad called in and took him number seven <laughs> overall earlier in the draft. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are picking Gainesville, Florida, as they often do, lets down everyone. Uh, all right. So, please don't let us down. I will go first then. We'll start off, all right? We'll go around the horn here uh, for the first five picks uh, or uh, or so. I'm going to take Joe Burrow uh, for the Bengals, but let's eliminate any of the uncertainty <laughs> there. So, number one overall pick, Cincinnati Bengals, take Joe Burrow. Yep. That's basically written in stone. So, we've at least got one pick right. Who are you taking, Danny G?
0: Number two easy as well. The Redskins are going to go with Chase Young best edge rusher in the draft and maybe the best overall prospect
2: all right uh let me give you the number out again 877-996-6369 877-996-6369 dub what would you go with at number
5: three all right detroit's at number three we've been hearing rumblings that miami might jump up here but i'm gonna go jeff Akuda, the cornerback out of ohio state for the detroit lions
2: okay so our first three picks everybody has gone chalk uh, meaning if that, that's exactly how the odds makers would presume that this is going to go. Uh, in the four spot, Eddie Garcia, who are you taking for the New York Giants? I am going with Jarek Willis Jr., offensive tackle, Alabama. Uh, all right, so that is uh, exactly the, the top four that we have made so far, exactly what is expected. Number five overall pick, Miami Dolphins. What are you going to do, uh, Roberto?
0: Dolphin select Tua Tangavaloa.
2: All right, literally we have gone chalk. All right, I think there's a good chance we could go five for five there. Uh, hopefully we'll get some drama in the draft, but these are the projected top five picks. All right, so uh, we now go to the outkick audience to see how we do going first uh, for the San Diego, uh, sorry, LA Chargers. Already made an error. We'll go to the phones. Who is drafting for the Chargers, Dub?
5: All uh, right, we got Dan in New York.
2: Dan, who are you taking? Justin Herbert. All right. Dan in New York. We continue to have chalk, but this means that people are at least paying attention to what is expected. All right, the top six in uh eight seven seven, nine nine six, six three, six nine. Who's got the seventh pick? I gotta pull up uh the I knew the top Carolina six Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Who is uh who's drafting for the Panthers, dub?
5: All right, we got Chris in Georgia with the Panthers selection.
2: Chris, you're on the clock for the Panthers. I got the Panthers taking Isaiah Simmons at pick seven. All right, that's a solid pick, too. Uh, Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson, I believe. He wouldn't have to go very far to play uh, for the Carolina Panthers. This is the listener draft here uh, as we roll through. Uh, And with the eighth pick, Dub, uh, who are we going with?
5: We got Tim and Kentucky for the Cardinals.
2: Okay, the Cardinals. Uh, you are picking for the Cardinals. Tim and Kentucky. The Cardinals are
1: taking Andrew Thomas, the tackle out of
2: Georgia. Okay. All right. Thank you for uh, so far. I don't. I don't want to get us all jinxed here. Uh, but so far, this has been virtually flawless. Uh, so far. All right. Now we're going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And by the way, Dub, if you see somebody from the city on your list, you can go ahead and let them pick, right? So, like, if uh, if there's somebody in the, in the lineup who is from Jacksonville, boom, you could let them pick for Jacksonville. Next is Cleveland. You know how that goes. But anyway, who's picking ninth with the idea that they might have a better idea who their local team is going to pick than if they just randomly do it? Ninth overall pick right now, Jacksonville selecting who?
5: We got Shane in Kentucky.
2: Shane, who you got? Makai Becton. Tackle at
0: a little bit. That's a good pick.
2: Okay, I, but what's his name? I didn't know. Makai Becton. The Ka- offense, the big this OT is the, from this Louisville. This is the guy who put up the absolutely ridiculous combine numbers, yes. if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Yeah. Quick, uh, even though he's a huge monster, he was quick with a forty.
2: Uh yeah, okay. So that's the first nine, solid picks all around. The Cleveland Browns are now on the clock. Cleveland Browns, who we got, Dub?
5: Uh, we got Teddy in Kentucky.
2: The state of Kentucky is all in on the mock draft. Teddy, who are you taking? If I
4: get this name, Mark, Jedrick Wills,
2: offensive
1: tackle.
4: All
2: right. Thank you for the call. Do we have the uh, thing? We got to hang up. Do we have (laughs) – look, one of the rules is we've been doing this for four minutes. All you had to do was just listen. It took us only ten picks for somebody to already be drafted. Who has been taken. All right, Jedrick Wills went number four overall already. Do we have, like, the the, the Price is Right uh, sound, sound in the background?
0: The horn. The yeah. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah.
2: Do we have that? Is that one of our sound effects? <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Took us all – we didn't even make it through ten picks. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dub, who's up next?
5: In California.
2: California, you're picking for the Browns. Who you got – I mean, it's like one bad thing happens, and the entire it's, this is why you have to be able to actually make a pick and not screw it up. Because as soon as this 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 careening cart of mock draft them goes a little bit off the tracks, then everything else just falls apart. All right, yeah, double double failure on the mock draft. You're you're just making me sad. I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, angry. I'm just sad.
5: Clay, i had to use that uh, with he- my son heads up, yesterday heads up that was a technical error on our phones but i made an adjustment here we still have jason in california the the board here froze up in nashville but oh, of course it did we are uh we're back and we have jason in all california. right jason
2: in california is picking for the browns at 10 by the way probably not a coincidence that the browns would screw up our draft
4: am <laughs> i am picking at the browns at 10 all right uh well, uh, three offensive linemen we're just taking. I'm going to take Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama.
2: All right, uh, thanks. I think Xavier McKinney at 10 is wildly, yeah, wildly high, right?
0: That's really early for McKinney.
2: I mean, McKinney is a borderline, like a late, I mean, for a safety uh, late first rounder in most drafts, right? Correct. So this is disappointing to me. Because now we have to go to the committee and say, is this a permissible pick, or has Jason from California made an outrageous pick? Let's go to the committee. What do you think, uh, Danny G? Should we dis- disallow this pick?
0: Uh, man, it... You know, I mean, he's
2: about 20 picks higher yeah, than everybody has him projected. He's
0: projected to go to the Seahawks at 27, so 10 is, is a little high for McKinney.
2: What do you think, Dub?
5: I mean, it is the Browns.
2: <laughs> uh dad, eddie what do you think should we allow it
0: well bad bad moves are a part of uh sports so sure i
2: mean th- yeah all yeah. right all right and roberto we saw, you- we yeah, saw the raiders fine. take
0: dj hayden so yeah, exactly uh
2: all right so we're gonna <laughs> allow it uh xavier mckinney uh his dad just called in from uh, la and got him into the top 10 uh let's go to uh who's up next Dub for the jets
5: all right, we got Steven in Indiana.
2: Steven, you're drafting for the Jets at 11. Who's your pick? i
5: will take Jerry
4: Judy out of Alabama. All
2: right, that's a solid pick. And you know what? Uh, first wide receiver off the board for uh, for our mock draft. I got to say, I would think that uh, that the Jets would be ecstatic if they could get Jerry Judy at 11 and get their pick of whoever the, uh, the, the uh, wide receivers might be Um, With Sam Darnold coming back, hopefully with Mono being vanquished, uh, it makes a lot of sense for the uh, Jets to go wide receiver. Solid pick there. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders on the board here at 12. First pick since they moved to the city of Sin. Who is going to be the pick?
5: Don't mess it up. Take a putter. We (laughs) We got a big Raiders fan making this pick. We got Jose and Fremont.
2: All right, Jose and Fremont, who's your pick? What's up,
0: fellas? Hey, the greatness of the Raiders select Speedy Lamb.
2: Nice. Uh, you, you, that, that's not a bad pick either. The Raiders are in the mix to potentially take a wide receiver, right? Danny G, you like that pick?
0: Yeah, correct. Everything at 12 is pointing to C.D. Lamb right now. I
2: think 11, 12, and 13, if you're kind of looking towards the draft tonight, uh, you got the Jets, the Raiders, and the 49ers. I think they could yeah. all be going wide receiver.
0: And then the Broncos at 15 also want a yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, right, so
2: I think we could see a real run on wide receivers here. Uh who are we going to to pick for the 49ers,
5: Dub? Uh we got Mark in Detroit.
2: Uh up in Detroit, Mark, who would you take for the 49ers? Henry ruggs the third. There you go. Nice. I mean I I think that is a, a solid pick. Look, you look at the 49ers right now and they're losing Emmanuel Sanders. They already we know that they have a great tight end in George Kittle. Debo Samuel showed a lot of flashes, but they don't really have that traditional wide receiver. This would be, I think, a really solid pick for the 49ers. So praise for the crew on the mock draft. We're going to get the first half of the mock draft in here. Uh, Then we're going to talk with uh, Frank Isola. Then we will come back and finish the mock draft uh, at the bottom of the hour. So let's go ahead. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got Gronk. They've got – Tom Brady now. Who are they going to go with, Dub? Who is the 14th overall pick?
5: Uh, we got Byron in Texas.
2: Byron, you're picking for the Bucks. Who you taking? Is this operator error, Dub? What's going on here?
5: It should not be. Uh,
2: so, no, Byron. Hey guys. I know, I, how you doing? How you doing? Play, <laughs> I know they got Brady and Gronk in town, but I'm going to give you
1: guys a surprise pick on this. I think they're not going to take an offensive tackle. I think they're going to take... Uh, defensive tackle in Javon uh, Kinlaw out of South Carolina. I think it's going to
3: be a
2: surprise. Thank you. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but the Bucks had a good defensive line last year. Kinlaw would make them substantially better. Maybe you feel good about the offense. They've got a lot of money spent on the offensive side of the ball. They may well go defense in the draft, assuming they stay there at 14 and pick. Uh, solid selection, I think. All right, the Broncos now on the clock. Drew Locke Is he for real? Finished off the season very well. What's John Elway's team going to do? Who's picking, Dub?
5: We got Wally in Arkansas.
2: Wally in Arkansas. You're picking for the Broncos. Who's the pick? Well, they need LSU. So you got to say it again. LSU. You must have went Jefferson. Did he go Justin Jefferson? He said they need a wide receiver. I think he's right. They need somebody to put with uh, Cortland Sutton. And so he, did you say, is that right? Yes, sir. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. All right. Justin Jefferson ran a great 40 time. Uh, the top receiver, one of them, for Joe Burrow from LSU, uh, the Denver Broncos. I do think they're likely to go wide receiver. First 15 picks and dub. Uh, we got to reload the phone lines, everything else, right?
5: That's correct. At the next commercial break, before we'll load them up and do the second half.
2: All right. I got to say. Other than our man who went Xavier McKinney at number 10 overall, Xavier McKinney's dad called in and drafted him, I think our first 15 is really solid. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I will hit you with these as we come back to continue going forward. But this is uh, this is a pretty smooth move uh, by the crew so far. We will finish the draft. This is our trend. We do our own mock draft, and then we see how we do uh, by comparing the results coming back uh, tomorrow after the first round. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Opening up the phone lines, I think we have people lined up ready to pick. 877-996-6369. As you hear people drop off, you can make the pick yourself. Running through really fast. Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, Jedrick Wills, Tua, Justin Herbert, Isaiah Simmons... Andrew Thomas, Kai Becton, Xavier McKinney, uh, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs, Javon Kinlow, Justin Jefferson. Those are the first 15 picks of the outkick mock draft. Let's move on. The Atlanta Falcons are next on the clock. They are picking 16th. And who do you have them taking, Uh, Dub? Who's our picker?
5: All right, we got Josh in Kentucky.
2: Josh, who are you taking? Take. Derek Brown, defensive tackle from Auburn. Nice All right, pick, solid pick. All right, solid pick for uh, the Falcons, 17th pick overall. Dallas Cowboys on the tr- on the clock. They've got uh, they got Amari Cooper resigned. They got uh, Dak on the uh, on the uh, franchise list. Who are they going to take? Who's up, Dub?
5: Uh, we got Derek in Baltimore.
2: Baltimore, Derek, Derek. Who Thanks. are you taking? I'm taking Nick Harris out of
1: Washington State.
2: Uh, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. Where's the, let me bring in the crew. How, how much do we know about Nick Harris?
0: It's not on my, it's not He's on not on my, my board. He's not on mine either. For anybody, the, not anybody, for the first round.
2: Anybody got him on the board? We're invalidating no. the pick. All right, we're invalidating the pick. First time that the commissioners have had to step in and invalidate a pick, Baltimore letting us all down. Uh, 17th overall pick, Dallas Cowboy fans, we're saving you from Nick Harris from Washington State, who I know nothing about. Uh, who's up next, Dub?
5: Uh, we got Kevin in New York.
2: Kevin, who are you going to take? Uh, the Dallas
4: Cowboys are going to select uh, C.J. Henderson, the cornerback from the Florida
2: Gators. Nice. Uh, that's a solid pick. All right? uh, I'm very familiar with C.J. Henderson. Not a bad pick there for the Cowboys. Miami Dolphins next on the chart. Dub, let me know. When I need to pause and let you refill the phone lines. But in the meantime, who's picking for the Dolphins?
5: All right, we have Dave and West Virginia.
2: Dave and West Virginia. What do you got for us? Morning, Clay, with the fifth overall pick.
4: We took our quarterback. Now we're going to take the tackle. It's going to protect them. We select Tristan Worfs
2: out of Iowa. Uh, this is a solid pick, I believe. Again, yeah. uh, the, the Iowa tackle,
0: Tristan Worfs.
2: Tristan Wirfs, who uh, I think cousin Sal said uh, that would be uh, a really ha- you know you'd have to be pretty happy I think about that we did a uh, you know we're doing uh, lock it in videos now digitally and uh, Sal picked him as the uh, as the potential first tackle off the board uh, for the Giants today and uh, in one of the, or yesterday in one of the videos we did. Alright the Raiders are back on the Let's board. Let's go. Who's going to pick the Raiders? Second first round pick for the Raiders.
5: Uh, We got Jason in Michigan.
2: Jason, who are you going with?
5: Yeah, we're going
2: Javon Kenlaw, defensive tackle
1: out
5: of South Carolina.
2: All right, Mm. this is the second time. I don't know. Second time that we have had to have a. Do we have the the Price Is Right? Uh, Not a good, not a positive sound (laughs) when you bust on the Price Is Right. The Javon Kenlaw has already been drafted. He was the. Let's see, where was he taken?
0: Let's see. Kenlaw Law was, was taken 14, 14. Yeah. So it
2: just happened uh, relatively recently in the draft. So uh, that's unfortunate. The Raiders bombed by trying to take a player that had already been taken, which is kind of Raiders-esque, honestly. Uh, Not we, with Mayock. Come we, on now. Who's the pick at 19 now? Who's picking for us again, Dub?
5: Uh, we got Rodney in Virginia.
2: Rodney in Virginia. Can you make up for the fact that the Raiders just drafted a player who'd already been taken in the outkick mock draft? See, this is what I say. Every time somebody screws up,
0: it doubles up. It,
2: like it, it yeah. adds up. It's it's a, it's it's a comedy of errors. Every single time somebody is screwed up, the next person is totally thrown off their game. So <laughs> is that a is that a phone error dub or is that a uh, is that completely on our guy?
5: Yeah, that was a, that was a Rodney error there, Clay. Uh,
2: all right. So do we need to
5: load We're gonna up need the phone lines again?
2: Yeah. Uh, Let me let Dub reset 877-996-6369. Let Dub field all these calls. Now, Clay, this
0: is where some people are thinking that Jordan Love could maybe go off the board if Mayotte can convince John Gruden to go with a young quarterback.
2: Well, I'll also acknowledge as you go further into the draft, you have to be more and more of a draftnik. Right? It's pretty easy to do the top five or six picks because those guys get a vast majority of the attention. Yep. But as you move later into the first round, into the final 13 or so picks, one, you have to be able to pay attention to who's already been drafted. Two, you have to be able to know at least the draft board a little bit in order to do a good job making picks down the stretch here. So uh, we are sitting right now at the 19th overall pick for the Raiders, their second of the first round. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at 20. Should we let the Raider crew give you guys an opportunity to actually pick for the Raiders?
0: The pressure.
2: I'll let you and Roberto debate and discuss amongst yourself. Who do you want at 19 for the Raiders?
0: Uh, man. This is hard, and this is this is uh, what we're getting from the Chicago Bears here. So it's got to pay off because this, this is, is, this is, is, is from Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Yeah, this is the second pick from Mack okay so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Christian Fulton from LSU I like this dude he's uh, almost six foot 200 pounds all SEC selection um he's got a good all-around game he's got really good footwork from the YouTube stuff I was watching he could pretty much hang with any wide receiver and if you watched <laughs> Mahome's pick apart the Raiders defense last year they definitely need some more help at cornerback
2: okay uh, all right dub are we loaded back up?
5: Well, sort of. We have uh we can go four more here on the outkick mock draft.
2: All right, so I'm not very confident in uh in, in your belief there. All right, let's go to the Jags. Who's picking twentieth?
5: Uh we got Ryan and Vermont.
2: Ryan, who are you going with? Uh we gotta
4: re pick up uh defensive back. I'm gonna go AJ Correll from
2: Clemson. Uh all right, so uh that's two is, corners uh, back to back. Yeah, it could make some sense. Uh, Let's go uh, a little bit of a run on corners here in the outkick draft. The Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly, are up next. Who are we going with?
5: All right, we got Alex in Georgia.
2: Alex, on behalf of the Eagles, who do you select? Patrick Queen, OSU. Um nice pick he's in he's in most first rounds right
0: he is yeah a lot of people have him going to the saints at 24
2: okay uh the vikings are up next the vikings have committed to kirk cousins they've traded away stefan diggs it's a cool it's a wide receiver heavy draft but we already had a wide receiver run to a certain extent who are the vikings going to go with
5: uh we got andrew in and phoenix
2: andrew in and phoenix you're on for the vikings
4: Let's go, T Higgins,
2: Clemson. That's a solid pick. I think a little bit high, maybe for T Higgins, but he's been a big-time playmaker uh, for the Clemson Tigers over the past several years, uh, and uh, and has been you know a first-round staple in mock drafts for a long time. Maybe a bit of a reach there, but I can see how it makes yeah. sense for the Vikings as they replace Diggs.
0: A lot of people have Mims going as the next wide receiver.
2: Uh, the Patriots. This is one of the most intriguing questions. In the entirety of the NFL draft, the New England Patriots at 23. Dub, who are they taking?
5: We have Austin in Pennsylvania.
2: Austin, you're picking for the Patriots. You may hate them if you're from Pennsylvania. For the Patriots, I have Jordan Love, quarterback. Yeah, you know, that would be interesting. The Patriots are not favored to go uh, with a quarterback, but if you sit there and look at it, if Bill Belichick is in love with uh, one of the quarterbacks later in the draft, He's coming back with Jared Stidham, who obviously has not proven very much at the NFL level, and then he's got Brian Hoyer. So either you look at Cam, you look at Jameis, you look at, uh, assuming they're going to release him, Andy Dalton or Joe Flacco, or you go into the draft and find somebody if you're not committed to the idea of what you can get from uh, from Stidham or from Hoyer. All right, do we need to let the phone lines get loaded up again here, Dub?
5: We got one more, if you want it, for that New Orleans selection.
2: All right, the Saints are on the board at 24, and then I think we'll be set up to be able to come back to finish off the show and uh, and complete the draft. Uh, who were the Saints taking?
5: We have Tim and Hudson for the Saints.
2: Tim, what you got for me? Uh, you've been so wrong about the coronavirus. I've been trying to get
1: through you for weeks, man. The death toll has doubled this week. Sports ain't coming back any time soon. You're a clown.
2: I wish you could just leave those guys on actually. I'm still here. Oh yeah, so you so you so what, what would you like to say?
1: I'd like to say that you're so off base about the coronavirus. You all you, you live in So you don't the think the Midwest where no one lives.
2: I don't live I in live the Midwest. In I live in the South. Where uh so you don't think yeah, that, that sports Midwest. are going to be Hold on. Trash, you, know? you don't you don't think that sports are going to be back at all?
1: Well, one thing. We, so you said we had less than a thousand deaths. Like a week ago, It's doubled no. here. Since then, they can't even I control did not the coronavirus. S- look,
2: look. What is what is this guy's name? This is Tim. Tim, why are you such a Corona bro?
1: I'm not a Corona bro. Why are you such a freak for the government? You a, kiss a the freak? You you love Trump. A freak for you the government. Trump. Yeah, you love Trump. You just a I root.
2: I root for the president of the United States to be successful. You okay.
1: don't even have those same beliefs. You're just trying to field questions to your redneck followers in the Midwest.
2: So if you if you wouldn't even none of that you know, stuff Hold on, you say up. that you're obsessed with the Midwest. Do you think everybody in the in the Midwest are rednecks?
1: No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying between this president that's done a terrible job in office uh-huh. and your propaganda that you that you spew on sports radio every you, so day. So why do
2: you listen why do you listen to me every day then?
1: I've been trying to get through for like three weeks. You're blocked. Yeah, so it. for three you weeks, hold anybody. on.
2: Hold on. If you hate me, why have you been listening for three straight weeks trying to call in? I can't go anywhere. I, I've waited for the
1: chance to debate this with you forever. I've never debate had a debate what? To what? Well, you're to really talk.
2: obviously a smart dude. Um, you're really bringing, bringing the power here for the audience. So you've been waiting for three weeks to debate what with me?
1: Just to say that you're so off base with this coronavirus thing, you're catering to. This- Nobody lives where you
2: live. You know, nobody lives. Nobody lives where I live. I mean, there are millions of people who live where I live. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. There are millions of people who live in the South. There are millions of people who live in the Midwest. Where do you live? I live in Boston. I've been listening to this network forever. Okay, so you've been listening to me every day for three weeks, and this is your opportunity to call in and serve me. And boy, you are serving me day one. I've been listening to you. You've since been listening day to me one. since day one. So if you hate me, how come you're listening to me every day?
1: You come right on after the other show. Your radio, you. your radio doesn't. Your radio doesn't.
2: Your radio doesn't change dials.
1: I could change it if I wanted to. I'm just getting what? ready. and working on the morning. I listen to what you say because I find it comical.
2: Oh, you,
0: you find you it comical.
2: I just, I, I, you really haven't said anything. So you've been waiting three weeks to call in and serve me and, and prove how wrong I am and say nobody lives where I live because you live in Boston where some people live, but nobody else lives outside of Boston. You still haven't made any point that it has any logical basis at all. You do, the gimmick you do, the routine you the do. The gimmick I do. Hold. The you gimmick do I do and the routine that I do.
1: This is academia here. We're really educated. We have the best healthcare system in the world in Massachusetts. We're way more decent than you guys are where you live. I, I just can't believe you actually took my phone call and you fielded it. And I never thought you would have done that. You don't. You, you block everybody in your Twitter feed. Anybody who disagrees with you, you hit the block button. You think people are talking directly to you on Twitter. You take everything so personal, man. Uh, this you, is
2: – you. the guy who has been listening to the show and trying to call in – for three straight weeks, obsessed with everything that I say, thinks that I take everything so personal, this is, I mean, this is an an, an incredible irony. I mean, you still haven't made any point. What You've been waiting for three weeks to call in and serve me, and you just keep, like, you're like a drunk guy in a bar fight. You just keep taking big swings, and then, like, you're spinning around in a full circle and you're about to knock yourself out, and I'm not even having to argue with you. Continue.
1: I said you race bait everybody. You, you race bait race all bait. those Mac, a red Hat. You're a race, race baiter. baiter what, what, you, you tried what to is, argue with Peter King? You you tried to argue with Peter King about, I don't even know what it was about. You pre-recorded it. He's not going to wake up at 6 a.m. You're on at 3 a.m. in the West Coast. You're not even, you're covered up by most markets. Your opinions are not relevant. Hold on. You're you think out- that we pre-taped Peter King? I know you pre-tape a lot of your shows. No. I mean,
2: a lot of your shows, so you don't even do live. This This is not, like, you're not even making any sense. Peter King called in live. I tweeted him in the morning, and he called in live. He agreed to come on the show in the morning. If you think Peter King wasn't live, then you think Peter King planned to lie on his Twitter feed and say, yeah, I'll call in if you donate money. And then we all staged that. You think Peter King came on the show, uh, and and that was all staged? Yeah, it's hard when you keep
1: cutting me off to say what I'm saying because I'm talking. I'm, yeah, I think I think you you tape a lot of your shows when you're the show. The post-
2: show is on from six to nine a.m. Eastern, which is one of the most lucrative times that a radio show can air. We're on early on the West Coast. That's the way the time zones work. And as a result, a lot of people on the West Coast in this hour are waking up and they are listening to you and they are starting off their day by saying, of all the people who could have called from Boston, we got the dumbest person in all of Boston to call in and try to argue with Clay. And my God, what an idiot this guy is. He's so dumb, he doesn't even realize how dumb he is. You're going to go back and you're going to listen to this and you're going to maybe realize – for the first time since you were in grade school, man, my teacher wasn't lying when she said I was going to amount to nothing and I was going to grow up and be an idiot. She was right. Is he gone? Say to me that I haven't heard before. I'm right here. I'm still talking. Yeah, you're... you know you can't call me
1: an idiot. You can't call me dumb. You call everybody dumb. That's your go-to. You're dumb. I'm educated. Dumb people shouldn't vote. I'm Clay Travis, dude. You're gonna be on a billboard chasing injured people in a few weeks because you're gonna be out of work. It's
2: gonna be why am I gonna be out? Why Travis. am I gonna be out of work?
1: you're so off base. Everybody hates you because you're coronavirus. Take. You're making national news for the wrong way. You block everybody on Twitter. Your face is going to be on an accident. Prevent your billboard saying, hey, did you get in a car accident? Come sue me. Ah, I'm a lawyer. I'm going to try out sports radio because I suck at being a lawyer. I love Trump, though. To so all my redneck followers, come listen to me so I can
2: respect you. I hate black people. You suck, Clay what a call this is this is what's your twitter handle by the way
5: unfortunately we lost tim
2: tim um some people say like why do you let people talk sometimes i enjoy like when you are really not very smart like tim was you just let people talk and they end up proving that they have no basis in reality whatsoever but one of the things that i think is interesting is tim says he hates me right Tim has been sitting around, he's been stewing, he's furious at the world. He thinks that Boston is the center of the universe and everybody who doesn't live in Boston doesn't live anywhere where anybody lives. That's a big part of Tim's perspective. Uh, But really what you heard from that is Tim is so incredibly insecure with the fact that I own his tiny little pea brain because he listens every day. And what's amazing about things like, you know, people like Tim is they embrace sort of the hater gene, right? Like, I don't know about you, but if I hate a television program, I don't watch it. If I hate a radio program, I don't listen to it. But there are certain people like Tim who have such pea brains that people like me just own their every thought, and he doesn't realize that every single day, he sits down and makes me more successful because Tim thinks, oh, I just served Clay Travis. Oh my God, I just I just sent a message to everybody out there. The reality is most people out there who are listening are like, they, they love me even more after hearing Tim and Tim is still going to be listening for every day as long into the future as you can get. This is like the Howard Stern effect. The more people hate me like Tim, the more my ratings go up. I mean, we are dominating right now. We're one of the three or four biggest sports talk shows in the country. And a big reason is because people like me, right? And I appreciate that. If you're out there and you're listening, you start your morning with me because you like me. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. But I also love that people hate me because I love the idea that Tim is going to be sitting around thinking about me all day long, and it drives him crazy. And he's saying, like, you block people on Twitter. Yeah, I block people like Tim on Twitter because I guarantee you Tim has created like 15 different accounts and he sits around in his free time tweeting me hundreds of times and if I roll into my mentions and I want to see what people are sharing I don't want to see the same dude with an IQ of 46 tweeting me over and over and over again so yeah I'll block him I don't do that very much I mean I got I don't know what 700,000 Twitter followers whatever the heck the number is I've probably blocked a few hundred people over time. But Tim is so obsessed with me and everything that he's been trying to get through for three weeks. So congrats to Tim. He served all of you, all of you rednecks in the Midwest. You don't live in Boston. You don't live anywhere that matters, according to Tim. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We are trying to complete the draft. Uh, let's go ahead and go fast here to get as many picks in, and then we'll open the phone lines back up and let you guys finish off. Right now we are on the what is it? 24th, the 24th pick. The New Orleans Saints are up. Dub, let's go. Let's roll. All
5: right, we got Tyrone in New Orleans.
2: Tyrone, who are you taking? The Saints. You're there. You get to pick for him. Who's your pick? Yes, sir. Uh, Patrick Queen, LSU. He's already drafted.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah.
2: all right uh that's uh that's a whiff he was ready he had his man but patrick queen just went 21st overall uh 24th pick dub
5: all righty let's go to Derek in florida
2: Derek, who you got for the for the saints hey clay love the show
5: um i'm gonna go
2: with uh jacob Beason. Uh, quarterback,
4: he can sit behind and learn the game for a little while. He reminds me of the quarterback played down in Miami
2: not too long ago, uh, Mike Marino. Uh, Mike, yeah, Mike Marino. Uh, Dan Marino? Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Uh the brother. the brother. Uh, uh, Dan, Dan. Uh, Dan, yeah, Dan Marino. Mike Marino yeah, that, was the not as well, not as successful Marino
0: brother. Yeah, that Hall of Famer Dan. Uh,
2: all right, so uh, the Jacob Eason a little bit early. Yep. You heard Jacob Eason, by the way, on this program in hour one. He's not necessarily projected to go there, but are we going to allow it? We'll allow it because he was a guest yes. on the show. Uh Vikings picking 25th. Dub, who's up?
5: Oh, we got Conan in Missouri.
2: Who's the pick for the Vikings?
1: I will go with
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> Zach Vaughn, linebacker, Wisconsin. Who? Is
2: Wisconsin? Zach Vaughn on any of these on any of the first round draft boards?
0: No, and the Vikings need a wide receiver.
2: Uh, all right, so the, the 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 draft is falling apart here. We've had this is this is definitely not going well right now. All right, let's go, uh, Dub. Who's up next?
5: Uh, we got Baltimore. We got Johnny and Ocean City.
2: Johnny, who you got? All right, the ra- the Ravens are very happy, and we're going to take Kenneth Murray. You're not even picking for the ra- Ravens right now. The Ravens are at 28. <laughs> we still are stuck oh, at okay. the Vikings at 25. Oh, my God. Can
0: I make make the Vikings pick? Yeah, you can make the Vikings pick. Thank you. Denzel Mims from Baylor.
2: All right, that's a solid pick. Baylor wide receiver, Denzel Mims. Uh, All right, that moves us up to the – are we back to the Dolphins again? The Dolphins are picking again at 26.
5: All right, We had Travis in Korea that called in. He wanted to pick for the Dolphins here. He couldn't stay on hold, but he wanted to pick Marlon Davidson, my guy from Auburn University.
2: That's a solid pick. Appreciate uh, his service over in Korea. All right, we're now at the Seahawks at 27.
5: All right, we got uh, Jacob in Wisconsin.
2: Jacob, who are you picking for the Seahawks? Uh, Seahawks, I'm going to go with uh, Josh Jones, offensive tackle. Nice. All right, that's solid. Um, so we're through 27. I feel like right now we're leaking oil a little bit. We're like the NASCAR uh, <laughs> car that's on the last legs on the tires. We don't know how much is left in the car. Can we get to the finish? How many call, What's the situation right now? Do you need to field calls, Dub?
5: Well, we can do a couple more. I'm going to go back to our man who wanted to pick for the Ravens All now right. that they are on the clock. So Ravens we have are Johnny on the clock and now. Ocean City again.
2: Johnny, who are you right. taking?
4: I'm gonna uh, go back to my boy Kenneth Murray. Uh, I don't didn't expect him to be around this late, but uh, old uh, old uh, Marino getting drafted a couple of rounds before threw me off. All
2: right, uh, yeah, yeah. Mike Marino getting drafted, uh, 29 overall is the Titans. I feel like I can pick for them. Uh, Gratus Matos, I might be messing up his name. The rush defensive end from Penn State. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to take him. Titans need a rush defensive end. We're not sure what's going to happen with you Clowney. Uh, that leaves us. Uh, so, I'm taking him. I'll make the pick for the Titans. Uh, and then we're at 30 for the Green Bay Packers. Who's up, Dub?
5: Uh, we got Jeff in Virginia for Green Bay.
2: Jeff, who do you want to take for Green Bay on the outkick mock draft?
0: Kyle, Kyle Larson.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. what, anybody, what's the Kyle Larson situation?
0: Uh, the NASCAR driver anybody no uh people think that uh, the packers are probably going to go with an offensive tackle here
2: uh all right so we got three picks left how do we want to do this dub what do you suggest should we just finish it off for the outkick crew
5: yeah i say we keep it in house with the outkick crew try and nail maybe one of these picks yep. for our mock draft that would give us an extra hit on this deal i okay. think that could uh do us yep. some benefit all
2: right so we got the 49ers we got the chiefs and we got no sorry we got the packers we got the uh the 49ers And we have the Chiefs, three of the four best teams in the NFL last year. I just picked for the Titans. Which one do you guys want to take?
0: I'll go with the Packers here at 30.
2: Okay, who are you going to take?
0: Austin Jackson, offensive tackle from USC right here in Southern California, baby.
2: Yeah, that's a solid pick. I think the Packers would be ecstatic if he were still around uh, there. The 49ers at 31, and then the Chiefs at 32. What do we think they are going to do? Who wants to pick? I'm going to go I'll go with the uh I'll go with the Chiefs, all right? I think if the Chiefs there hasn't been a running back who's come off the board, right? No. Right? Uh the Chiefs, I believe, if they could get a running back, given that they had the issues with Kareem Hunt, if they could get Swift out of Georgia, yeah. that would be a phenomenal pick for them at 32 overall. Pair him with Patrick Mahomes, we already know how explosive that offense is. How good would he do? in this Kansas City Chiefs offense. I think if they could get Swift at 32, that would be an incredible pick. And then the Niners at 31. Who wants to pick for the
5: Niners? Is Mims still on the board here? No, Mims. He, he's off the board. Mems went off the, off the board,
2: board uh, at uh, at 25. So the last pick here in the outkick draft with one minute left.
3: Is Jeff Gladney available?
2: I, I believe is available.
0: Jeff Gladney, cornerback.
2: Uh, all right, there you go that, That is the 49er pick, Roberto, stepping in. Uh, so we have now completed the draft, of 1-32. What's the over-under quickly on how many do we get right? I'm actually going to go 8. I feel good about this draft. What about you? Over-under 8, Danny G? You
0: know, the top 20 was so strong, I'm going to say 9.
2: Nah, you're going over. What about you, Dub?
0: I'll go under 8. I'm going to put the number at
5: 7.5. I think it lands right at 8. I think that's a good prediction.
2: Uh, Roberto, how would you go? Over-under? Uh, under. Uh, uh, under. Under. All right. So we appreciate all of you. Thank you for everybody who participated in the Outkick Listener Draft. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how we do. We'll give you the update on how we did tomorrow. Enjoy the draft tonight. Thank you to everybody out there who listens and make sure you download the podcast. My name is Clay Travis. You have been listening to Outkick. Tomorrow, real sports news will be breaking down whatever happens in the NFL draft. Thanks to all of you. This has been Outkick the coverage. Enjoy the picks tonight. Uh, And we'll be back hanging with you tomorrow. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis.
0: Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us.
1: Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
0: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
3: See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live.
2: ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Oh,
0: oh, oh, O'Reilly.